BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10x points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. NerdWallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A free flight? A room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Here at How to Money, we're always encouraging listeners to think about some of the different ways they can earn some money on the side to reach their financial goals. And guess what? While you're away, your home could also earn extra income. Your empty space could be an Airbnb while you're traveling, because that's all you need to become an Airbnb host. Yeah, hosting is a lot easier than you might think, and you don't need to Airbnb a whole house. You can just host your extra spare room. So consider becoming an Airbnb host, because your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Supercharge your work decks with AI-powered Canva presentations. All you do is start with a prompt. You describe your, your presentation in a few words, and Canva presentations will generate captivating slides that you can then customize in seconds. Canva presentations are designed for every workplace and every department. Whether you work in sales, marketing, HR, ops, and more, Canva presentations can generate any deck you want for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can save time on any presentation with AI. Generate slides in seconds with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. Welcome to How to Money. I'm Joel. And I'm Matt. And today we're discussing how to find the cheapest flights with Money Pro Scott Kyes. This is going to be an awesome episode. It turns out that folks are booking their airfare, booking their flights all wrong. And Scott's here to drop some knowledge on us. You know, it kind of hurts sometimes, Matt, to be told that you're doing something wrong. <laughs> but ultimately, if it's going to save you lots of money, it's worth it, right? I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, take your medicine, Joel. <laughs> but real quick before we get to that, I wanted to let you know, Matt, I installed this new Chrome extension called Facebook Newsfeed Eradicator. And we'll post a link to it in the show notes. Sounds so hardcore. <laughs> it, it, it is, <laughs> News man. eradicator. So I'm reading this book right now by Cal Newport, and we're hoping to have him on as a money pro in, in a couple months. But he just came out with a book called Digital Minimalism. And man, it's really kicking me in the pants. We've talked before about how I grayscale my phone. We've talked about putting your phone on airplane mode to get more accomplished. And then this Chrome extension that I just installed, I feel like has been a big boon to my productivity because here's what it does. When I go to Facebook, Instead of seeing my newsfeed, it gives me like a quote from Buddha or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so literally, you, nice. have, you have no feed. 
And basically the essential tools of Facebook that you can use are the notifications and your groups over on your on the left. And that's all that matters anyway, dog. Right. <laughs> the, the worst part about Facebook is the mindless feed scroll. And I feel like that's what I got sucked into on occasion. And so now even I'll honestly find myself, I'm learning quickly how I would resort to the Facebook newsfeed when I just had a couple minutes extra. And my, my fingers just literally across the keyboard type in Facebook and I go there and now I'm like, oh wait, there's nothing for me to do. And I quickly X out and I'm done. So if anyone's looking to be just like a little more productive and finds themselves mindlessly scrolling through their Facebook newsfeed, it's a really worthwhile thing to consider uh, installing this Chrome extension, the Facebook newsfeed eradicator. And like I said, we'll post a link in the show notes. What, what do you think, Matt? Is this something you would do? Yeah, I love that. That's that's awesome. Although I don't find myself getting lost as much in just the Facebook news feed. I kind of honestly find myself going to actual news outlets and just obsessively sort of by default, like you said, when there's an extra minute going off to that website and just kind of seeing what's going on in the world. That's just how I operate. But um, while we're talking about Chrome extensions, though, if you're looking to save some money, uh, have you ever heard of Honey? I have. Yeah. yeah. Man, that's one that Kate and I use a lot. And if you haven't heard of it, it applies coupons uh, that already exist online to your shopping cart when you're checking out. And specifically, we use it a lot with Amazon. And uh, they have an option where it shows the price history of a product. So you can kind of see where it's been. And so if it's currently at a good price point, you know, to buy, sometimes it'll suggest buying from different sellers as well. If Prime isn't that important to you, you can save a lot of money by ordering it from this seller. Obviously, you don't have the Prime shipping benefits, but sometimes that's not important. And you can also create a drop list where you get emails on items that you saved. And so then as the price goes down, you get an email giving you the heads up so you know to buy. That's super cool. Yeah. yeah isn't it awesome? We use it seriously all the, all the time. Well, I've been using one for a lot of years called Invisible Hand. And it kind of works in the background. And if I'm on an Amazon page, let's say, there's a little drop down that, that occurs. And it says, we found this item for $5 cheaper at walmart.com yeah. or at whatever. And so... Love I, those extensions, dude. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> but I, I'm going to have to check out Honey because honestly, I haven't used it, but I've heard good things. So the beer that we're drinking on the show today, man, is Penguin, which is a blonde stout aged in bourbon barrels. And this is by Rheingeist Brewery in Cincinnati. Again, it turns out, Matt, a couple of people at Rheingeist are listeners. And Natalie sweetly reached out, sent an email and said, can we please send you guys some beers? So thank you, Natalie and the folks at Rheingeist. We're excited to have this beer. So we'll tell you what we think about this blonde stout aged in bourbon barrels. And we've never had a blonde stout on the show before. I don't even know if I've ever had a blonde stout in my life. So we'll tell you what we think about this beer at the end of the show. And man, I didn't know a ton about Ryan guys, so I looked them up this afternoon. Have you seen their tasting room that they have in downtown Cincinnati? I've seen pictures. It looks amazing. Dude, it is the coolest space I think I've ever seen. It's definitely cooler than any tasting room that I've been to. So I kind of want to go up there just to uh, drink beer in their space. Road trip. Let's do it. High five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matt, speaking of cool stuff, well, Scott Kyes, he's a really cool dude. And he's our money pro for today. And also, he's got one of the coolest jobs. <laughs> he has a, an email newsletter service called Scotch Cheap Flights. He sends out alerts to anybody who's subscribed to the service about cheap flights. I've been a subscriber for years and Scott's nice. helped me find some great deals. And you know what? Even if I don't get to buy the deal, which I usually don't, like I just love dreaming and seeing how cheap things are and kind of comparing prices. So it's a really cool service. Yeah. What's cool about Scott's cheap flights is this is something we've recommended before. We've talked about his website in previous episodes and to now actually have him on as a money pro is super cool. I think that's, that's awesome, man. And it, the way it started, a little bit of his backstory is that in 2013, Scott, he scored a round trip ticket to Milan, Italy for 130 bucks, which is an awesome deal. 
He wasn't even planning a trip to Italy, uh, but he had to take advantage of such a great deal. And then when he got back, his friends were asking him, uh, you know, they're saying, hey, dude, let us know next time you see an, an awesome deal like that. And those emails, like that was the start of Scott's cheap flights. The birth of something great. <laughs> it's awesome. But now he, they've got over 1.6 million members subscribed. Some personal nerdy uh, travel stats on him. He's flown around the earth 15 times since 2010. And he's got over 38 different stamps in his passport. That's like the opposite of me because I travel very, <laughs> I travel very little. Scott Kyes, not a homebody. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the reason that most people don't travel, Matt, is because it's prohibitively expensive. And travel can be expensive, especially if you don't know how to book it well. But for most people, they do have a wanderlust. They want to travel. They want to get out there and explore the world a little bit more. And it turns out that traveling is cheaper than ever, but only for people who know how to book travel well, who know how to score the cheap flights. So everyone wants that deal, but often we suck at finding the deal. That's just because we haven't been trained to do it. But that changes today. So just a reminder that every Money Pro episode, we bring on our Money Pro. They get five minutes of time to give us their distilled wisdom on one topic. And today, Scott's going to tell us how to find the cheapest flights. So let's hear Scott's five minutes of Money Pro right now. Hey guys, today I'm super excited to talk to you about how to score cheap flights. This is what I've devoted my career to. And so I'm excited to uh, dig right in with you all. So the very first tip that I recommend to folks when they're thinking about how to score cheap flights is to actually flip their flight search order. So let me give you an example. The way that most people tend to search for flights is a three-step process. Step one, they pick where they want to go. Step two, they pick what dates do they want to go there. And only on step three do they see what is the airfare for that particular uh, uh, route and date. And by setting price as the third order priority, it's not terribly surprising that you end up getting some pretty expensive flights doing it with that approach. So what I recommend to folks is actually flipping that order and going with a strategy like this. First, see what cheap flights are out there. You know, there's a dozens of tools, Google Flights, Momondo, Kayak Explorer. See where the cheap flights are to various places around the world. Step two, decide which of those cheap destinations appeal to you. Where do you actually want to go among, maybe there's $400 flights to Rome, Barcelona, and Paris. Yeah, Rome, I'd love to go there, 400 bucks. And then see, okay, are there dates for that $400 fare to Rome that work with your schedule? Yeah, that like May 8 to 15th, I could get that off work, I could go. And by setting price as the first order concern rather than the third order concern, you're much, much more likely to get an actual really cheap flight. And especially if you're someone like myself who, frankly, there's nowhere in the world that I wouldn't like to go see, you end up being able to see many more places because you're only spending $400 on a flight to Europe as opposed to eight or 900 bucks or even a thousand or more. So this kind of leads me into step two here, which is to try to cross the ocean as cheaply as possible. Let me give you an example. Let's say you live in Atlanta and you really want to go to the Greek islands. You know, you've had your heart set on Santorini. So you go to Google Flights and you see, what is there for a cost to get from Atlanta to Santorini? I just looked, it's $2,500. Yikes, that is a lot of money. But that's only if you're actually searching it in one single itinerary. You know, a couple weeks ago, we found and sent out a deal from Atlanta to Athens for $543 round trip. And once you're in Athens, you can get a flight or a cruise, a boat over to Santorini for like 
50 bucks round trip. So by splitting it into two itineraries, it would only cost like $593, 600 bucks, give or take, as opposed to the original 2,500. So you'd save almost $2,000 in this case. You can split it up both on the destination side, like there, you know, flying to Athens and then going to Santorini, but you can also split it up on the origin side. The best deal that I've ever personally gotten in my life was nonstop from New York City to Milan for $130 round trip. I could not believe when I saw that fare. My, my heart still races talking about it. But at the time, I didn't actually live in, in New York. I was living down in D.C., and if I had tried to get a flight from D.C. to Milan, it would have been like $850. But I knew, you know, look, I can take a bus up to New York, hang out with some friends for a couple days, and then fly over to Milan, pair the $20 bus fare with the $130 flight, $150 total versus $850. You know, it's a no-brainer. So really kind of being flexible and, and trying to cross the ocean as cheaply as possible and then getting uh, on to your ultimate destination is, is, is a really smart strategy for getting cheap flights. Sorry, we've got about a minute left. Let's lightning round a couple of these. Uh, cheapest times to fly. Cheapest days of the week going to be Tuesday, Wednesday, and Saturday. Cheapest times of the year going to generally be January through May and September through November. When should you book your flights? I recommend for domestic flights, booking at least a month ahead of time and for international flights, at least two months ahead of time. If you're looking to travel kind of peak summer or Christmas, New Year's, maybe try to add a couple months to those recommendations. Do not wait for last minute flights. I cannot stress that enough. 30 years ago, it was the case that the airlines would cut the fare right before they close uh, the door for that flight because they wanted to fill all the seats. Nowadays, they actually jack up the price in the last week or two because they know it's business travelers who will pay any price in order to get that seat. It's business travelers who are booking those last minute flights. Two other things. One, should you clear your cookies? Here's the truth, it doesn't matter. Do it if it'll make you happy, but it really doesn't make any difference. The best search engine, my personal favorite is Google Flights, but another kind of hidden secret here is that it actually really doesn't matter. They all basically all draw on the same distribution system, and so you'll get basically the same results anywhere. One small exception, search southwest.com separately. Southwest Airlines does not show up on any of the flight search engines. Thanks, y'all. Dang. Man, Scott brought the knowledge. He brought the heat. That was some amazing stuff from our Money Pro. Uh, and he mentioned Southwest, which is one of our favorites. Yeah, Southwest has no check bag fees and no ticket change fees. Man, that's a rarity now. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. But right after that, we're going to unpack all that Scott had to say. I think there are a lot of folks who start small businesses and they're surprised at the amount of behind the scenes, the admin type work that they're not all that thrilled about. Getting your books together with, uh, with some final figures so that you can file your corporate taxes, for instance. That's something we've been in the middle of. But it can really gum up the gears, potentially keeping you from doing the work you love. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,000. 25 and 1. That's right. Yeah, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. And one, because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow, all in one place. 
There's a lot of power in the simplification of having all that information in one place. Helps you make better decisions. That's right. And right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash howtomoney. That's netsuite.com slash howtomoney to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash howtomoney. So we've mentioned on the show how we've got a Dominican trip coming up. We're going to celebrate, Joel, you and Emily. You're both turning 40 this year, so we're doing it up right. And a lot of listeners, they might have trips of their own planned. And sometimes those vacations can get expensive. So what better way to offset some of those costs than to have your home earning some money while you're away? Yeah, that's right. Why let it sit empty when it can be earning extra income on your behalf? It's a smart and practical thing to do. So think it through. Maybe you have some extra space in your home. Maybe you have a whole house to host. Or maybe you're going on vacation and your home is just going to be sitting empty. In every case, you can Airbnb it. You already have the space, so it won't be a huge adjustment. Yeah, I mean, the way I see it, if you're not using your space, you've got two options. You can either let it just sit there empty, or you can do some optimizing and make some money off of it. Really, if you think about it, you already have an Airbnb. You just need to start using it. Your home, it might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. A big part of being a responsible adult is taking care of the things you care about. For instance, my bike that I ride in to work on. I keep the tires pumped. I keep the chain greased. Gone are the days of leaving your bike out in the rain for weeks at a time, like a kid. (laughs) Simply put, the things futures are built around are the things worth protecting. And making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. With Trust & Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com slash howtomoney for 10% off plus free document shipping. As the primary breadwinner for our family, I've taken the steps to ensure that Kate and the kids that they're going to be taken care of if something terrible happens to me. Each will or trust is state-specific and customized to your needs. Their simple step-by-step process guides you from start to finish with ease. So get the peace of mind you deserve by creating your estate plan with Trust & Will. Secure your assets and protect your loved ones with Trust & Will. Get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash howtomoney. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash howtomoney. And now a word from the show's sponsors at Betterment. Do you want your money to dream big? Do you want your money to be a total self-starter? Are you annoyed that your money doesn't work hard enough? Don't worry. Betterment is here to help. Betterment is the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Their automated technology is built to help maximize returns, meaning when you invest with Betterment, your money can auto-adjust as you get closer to your goal, rebalance if your portfolio gets too far out of line, and your dividends are automatically reinvested. That can increase the potential for compound returns. In other words, your money is breaking a sweat while you can be breaking bread. You'll never picture your money the same way again. Betterment, the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. All right, Matt, quite a while back in episode number four, we talked about traveling with purpose on the cheap. And one thing that we did talk about was saving money on flights. And we mentioned Scott's website, Scott's Cheap Flights. But we didn't get a chance to delve into all of the ways that you can save money by booking a flight. And the first thing that Scott mentioned, which is by far the most important thing you need to think about when you're looking to score a cheap flight, is to flip your search order. And making price, as Scott said, the first order of concern is the most important thing you can do to save money. Most people do the exact opposite. 
They're like, I've got these dates and I want to go to this destination and can I find a good fare? Well, no, no, usually you can't because you're doing it in the wrong order. But if you are looking to travel cheaply, you'll flip the script and you'll look for a cheap destination and try to find something that fits those dates. And that's the main way that you're going to be able to save money when booking flights. That's right, Joel. You know, you have to make money the priority. If you're looking to save money, then make that sort of like your very first filter when you are searching for flights. And honestly, this is just not a pitch for Scott's cheap flights. Uh, but we brought him on for a reason. Yeah, exactly. We like what he does. We like what he's got to say. Yeah, like his emails are the perfect way to help you to decide where to go because you are only going to be looking at the cheap fares, the cheap flights that are out there. And so you want to book based on finding a deal, not just with a sort of preconceived idea of where you want to go. Yeah. So let's say, for instance, you're looking to book a honeymoon, right? And you say, I want to go to Hawaii. Well, you know what? You might find a good deal to Hawaii, but if you're less specific on your destination and you say, I just want to find some sort of tropical destination, a great beach. Yeah. Somewhere warm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> to, to go on my honeymoon. Well, if you're looking at it through that lens and you're less specific with your destination, there's a good chance you're opening yourself up to a lot more potential deals. You might find a great deal to Thailand, let's say, or Costa Rica. Who knows? But being open and making price the first order of concern as opposed to the destination, that's what's going to save you big money. Yeah, Joel. And honestly, this just gets me pumped to try to do this more often. And honestly, it's a more adventurous way to find the deal and then to figure out what you want to do there that fits with my sort of personal mission statement. We talked about this recently, like adventure. I kind of, I'm trying to find ways to incorporate that more into my life. I tend to be a rigid type A. Everything has to be lined up and perfect and organized. But man, what a way to interject some adventure and some sort of unpredictability while also saving a ton of money. Is that why you joined that fight club, Matt? <laughs> Just looking for a little adventure? You're not supposed to talk about that, Doc. <laughs> oh, that's right. Crap. <laughs> Broke the first rule. Doing it this way, it kind of expands your horizons about where you'd like to travel. It kind of opens up the whole world to you as opposed to having this one pigeonhole destination that you really want to go to. The world is your oyster. <laughs> Booking travel where, where price is the first order concern. And my favorite part about booking travel like this is that ultimately you're going to go see a whole lot more of the world because if every trip that you book is less than half the price of what it would have cost you had you picked your destination first. That sounds like twice as many flights, Joel. Twice, <laughs> twice as much travel, right? So I, I love that. I think that's a, a great way to not only see more of the world because you're paying less, but also get you out there to go see more places that you wouldn't have even considered. And, and I love it. Yeah, exactly like you said, that's an adventurous way to travel. Yeah. And Joel, you know, at the end of the day, it's about seeing more places because if you love to travel and you want to go more places, it probably doesn't quite matter as much the order to which you visit these cities like Paris, right? Like that's the quintessential sort of city that everyone wants to, you know, they want to make it to Paris. Well, chances are... It's romantic. It is romantic. But you know what? There's going to be a deal to Paris very soon. And just don't feel like you have to go right this one time. If you're more flexible you're going to be able to travel much more. Personal example for Emily and I. So we ended up going to Norway. So my family's from Norway. My grandpa came over to the United States when he was five from Norway. And so I've always wanted to go. But for the longest time, flying to Norway was prohibitively expensive. It was usually around $1,000, $1,100 a ticket. I thought about at different times, just kind of forcing it and making it happen and paying the bounty and just going to Norway when it was really expensive. But I'm glad I held off because eventually a couple of discount airlines launched service from the United States and they were flying to Scandinavia as well as other parts of Europe. But Scandinavian nice. flights just went on sale big time. And so Emily and I were able to go to Norway. I want to say we paid literally like $505 a piece, something nice. like that. Yeah. Round trip to Oslo. And I'm just so glad that we waited because Norway is kind of an expensive country already. 
food prices, lodging, all that kind of stuff, man, it all adds up. And so it would have just been a prohibitively expensive trip if we had paid full price for airfare. But following Scott's method, we were able to get really inexpensive tickets and just really enjoy our trip and kind of spend a little more on some of the travel throughout the country to make our trip really special. And so, yeah, it's not like you're not going to get to go to that destination. A deal will pop up at some point, but just wait. Just make sure you're pouncing when it's cheap. Be patient, Joel. (laughs) I got to learn that sometimes. And Scott's next key point that he mentioned was to try and cross the ocean as cheaply as possible. So we're talking life raft, right? (laughs) Paddle boat. And honestly, that could and most likely will mean flying into a different destination. Luckily, though, getting around Europe is really cheap and pretty easy as well. You know, you can fly into Amsterdam if you're trying to get to Paris or even vice versa. You just want to make sure that you are considering those nearby destinations because that will likely save you tons of money. Yeah. Unlike our country, which is enormous, right? So it's a little bit harder to train travel. You know, maybe you can in the Northeast particularly, but but really across most of America, can't really take a train. You got to hop in a car, right? Uh, or an airplane. Well, you can't take MARTA to NYC. Oh, uh, <laughs> I think most listeners don't know what MARTA is. That's our local rapid transit. And I, I put rapid. rapid. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's somewhat rapid. Trains aren't necessarily the way to go uh, in the US. Yeah, not here, but in Europe, trains actually are efficient. <laughs> they work really well, at least when the workers are on strike, which has happened a few times while I've been in Europe. But train travel is an easy and cheap way to get from, let's say, Amsterdam to Paris, Matt, like you mentioned, which means that if an airfare into Paris is $1,000 and airfare into Amsterdam is 425 well, guess what? Flying to Amsterdam, take the hour and a half train ride to Paris for 30 bucks. Is it that long? It's only an hour and a half? Yeah, I think it's about an hour and a half. Nice. You can see a little countryside. Those train rides are actually, I mean, I love them. I think they're really fun. So well, there's so much of Europe that you do get to enjoy and see by train that it's just part of the trip as well, right? And I think that's one of the advantages is just instead of hightailing it to sort of like your real destination city, consider like the scenic route. Like Kate and I, we love going on road trips. And so to go somewhere and then to have to, have to, you know, or, or get to rent a car or take a train and see so much of, say, a countryside and making stops along the way and stopping at farms. Like this is stuff that we've done before and we have found so much enjoyment out of doing that. Yeah, even sometimes on these train rides, you can take a quick pit stop in a town along the way, check it out. Like I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, Bruges is in between Amsterdam and Paris. And I think, and don't quote me on this, I'm pretty sure, <laughs> but I think you could actually hop off hang out in Bruges for a couple hours, hop back on the train, not pay any extra, and then go the rest of the way into Paris. Why not? That's just like a free stopover in Bruges to check out some cool stuff and then keep going. So maybe on Google Maps, check out and see what cities are nearby the city that you're looking to go to and do airfare searches to those cities as well. And then make sure that there's efficient train travel from one city to another. That's just an awesome way to, to save money on your trip. You know, the only reason people go to Bruges is because of In Bruges, the movie, right? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, have you, have you seen the movie? Underrated movie. Yeah, it is. Really good movie. It's a great movie, but I think half the Americans that actually do visit Bruges, it's because of In Bruges. <laughs> Honestly, film. that's probably half the reason I went, but it was well worth it. So Joel, I didn't go to Bruges, but in college, some friends and I did something very similar, you know, where we had an alternate destination. Uh, we knew very little when it came to actually traveling for cheap, but we did know that we wanted to go to a bunch of cities in Italy. And we had less interest in going to Milan. It's funny that Scott mentioned Milan because it must be a hub. Well, it turns out that the best plane ticket prices were to Milan. So that's where we ended up flying into. And we did take the train from there and all the destinations that we truly did want to go visit. And we got to see some cool stuff in Milan as well. But you know, like the real reason we flew into Milan was because that's where the deal was, man. 
Yeah, so at this point, Matt, we've talked about flying into a different destination that's nearby the destination that you actually want to go to, maybe two for the price of one, or at least just way cheaper to skedaddle out of that place that you fly into and to go visit another town or city. But another thing you can consider is departing from a different city on the front end of your trip. So like Scott mentioned, that's what he did to get that sweet Milan deal. He took a bus from DC up to New York and stayed with friends and then flew out of New York City because oftentimes a lot of the best international flight deals originate from Boston, New York, Chicago. So let's say you're near Milwaukee and driving to Chicago might score you a much better deal on an international plane ticket. Or if you're in DC, taking that bus up to Boston, just searching from other departure cities where you can stay with a friend or easily drive your car or there's public transportation to get you to that airport. That's something you strongly want to consider because it could be another factor in saving you hundreds and hundreds of dollars on your overall trip cost. Do keep in mind, you want to make sure you're doing it cheaply though, right? So otherwise, it's not worth the additional hassle. You're not saving money if you're driving to a different city and paying for parking at the airport for seven days. The examples you gave, like taking the bus or a train. I know you've taken Megabus, which... Is that even still around anymore? Megabus? Megabus is totally still around. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. And so quickly, I'll just mention what Megabus is. Megabus is a super cheap bus service. And that's honestly one of the best ways probably to consider getting from one town to another. And I've taken it to go to Memphis from Atlanta. I've taken it to go to New Orleans from Atlanta. And tickets start at a dollar. And if you book really far in advance, you can score those dollar seats. Get those first few seats, right? One dollar. Yeah. So so I would especially for domestic travel, consider taking Megabus. There have been some horror stories written up about (laughs) Megabus, like tires busting. Or Or like the one that caught on fire? The one the yeah, fire. exactly. Some, some bad customer service. Yeah, terrible publicity, unfortunately. <laughs> but I would say for the majority of the bus rides, <laughs> all the ones I've been on, and my mother-in-law takes it to come sometimes, nice. like it's been completely worth the price savings. And and so it's a yeah comfortable way to get from one place to another. Yeah, mega bus, check it out. Yeah, so if you're going to change your origin city or the city that you're departing from, just keep that in mind. And again, the example Scott gave was amazing, was perfect. Going to visit friends. You know, I personally haven't done that before, like going to visit friends and kicking around for an extra day. But what a fun way to kind of spend some more time in a city that you're less familiar with or to revisit friends. And then you get to hang out, maybe have some beers. And then the next morning, you know, you hop on your flight and you're off to vacation for a week or 10 days. I love that. I've actually done that for a domestic trip. I ended up driving to Birmingham from Atlanta for a flight to the West Coast. I found just a sweet deal out of Birmingham, stayed with a buddy. I, I left my car at his house. He drove me to the airport that morning and you know saved a couple hundred bucks on my West Coast plane fare. That was nice. years and years ago. But this is just another way for you to consider. It's a little bit of outside of the box thinking in order to find like a super cheap fare so you can take an awesome trip that's just not prohibitively expensive. That makes me think of the Atlanta airport. So you and I, we both live maybe about 15 minutes. It's like a 15 minute drive to get to the airport. And how many times do you think you've uh, taken folks or picked up friends from the airport? You know, a bunch. (laughs) A lot. I know I've taken you and Emily. I've I've taken other friends. I have friends that live in the northern suburbs and they will drive down, park their car at my house (laughs) at 5 a.m. just to catch their flight and I'll drive them down. I don't have any problem with that. Exactly. I guess that's just one of the perks you have when you've got a friend that only lives about 15 minutes from the airport. All right, Matt, there's so much more to cover when it comes to finding the cheapest possible flights, and we'll get to that right after the break. So we've mentioned on the show how we've got a Dominican trip coming up. We're going to celebrate, Joel, you and Emily. You're both turning 40 this year, so we're doing it up right. And a lot of listeners, they might have trips of their own planned 
And sometimes those vacations can get expensive. So what better way to offset some of those costs than to have your home earning some money while you're away? Yeah, that's right. Why let it sit empty when it can be earning extra income on your behalf? It's a smart and practical thing to do. So think it through. Maybe you have some extra space in your home. Maybe you have a whole house to host. Or maybe you're going on vacation and your home is just going to be sitting empty. In every case, you can Airbnb it. You already have the space, so it won't be a huge adjustment. Yeah, I mean, the way I see it, if you're not using your space, you've got two options. You can either let it just sit there empty, or you can do some optimizing and make some money off of it. Really, if you think about it, you already have an Airbnb. You just need to start using it. Your home, it might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I got my first life insurance policy almost a decade ago. And hey, I'm still kicking it. I very much hope that trend continues, Matt. And since then, I've actually added coverage via Policy Genius. And if you out there, you're listening and you're worried that this is going to be a massive pain getting life insurance, think again. Policy Genius made it an incredibly easy process. If you have loved ones who rely on you and your income, life insurance is a crucial part of your financial plan. Not only does it provide a financial backstop for your family, it also gives you peace of mind too. Plus, the longer you wait, the more rates go up because life insurance rates typically increase as you get older. So if this is something you've been putting off, it's time to make it happen now. That's right. Yeah. And even if you already have a life insurance policy through work, it may not offer enough protection for your family's needs. And it may not follow you if you leave your job. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. So save time and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. Hey folks, it's Matt. I've got to tell you about something new I've been trying this year. I've been drinking a little Health Aid kombucha every day, and I feel amazing. It comes in so many delicious flavors, but my favorites so far are Pink Lady Apple and Ginger Lemon. So what exactly is Health Aid kombucha? Well, it is a fermented, bubbly probiotic tea that's good for your gut. It's blended with real fruit juice, and it's super thirst-quenching, a little sweet and a little tangy, and very refreshing. I'm sure you've heard about the importance of gut health and supporting uh, your overall health. It's something I've read up on a good bit over the past year, which is why I've made Health Aid Kombucha a part of my everyday routine. Literally every afternoon, I'll have some. It's super easy, and it's affordable, too. My favorite grocery store, Aldi, they carry it as well. If you want to give it a try and see how great you can feel, look for the brown bottle with an anchor and make Health Aid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. All right, Joel. And now let's go ahead and get to what Scott called the lightning round, which is true. You kind of burned through those last few points pretty quick. <laughs> what does Scott think he is, like a game show host? But what he talked about, though, was when and how to book. And he specifically said how you want to travel, like you want your travel dates to be typically on a Tuesday, a Wednesday, and a Saturday. Those are going to give you the best deals. And that's mostly, Matt, because that's when business travelers aren't traveling. So that's when normal, everyday Joe Schmoes like you and me and our listeners, that's when we're going to get the best deals. 
That's right, man. And as far as the months go, he mentioned how January through May are going to be your best bets and September through November are the cheapest months as well. And, and there's obvious reasons for that as well, right? Everyone's traveling during the summer and the summer months in June, July, and August, December as well. Those are it's kind of like the crazy season. And you might think too to yourself, okay, well, those are still a lot of dates that I can't fly, right? Because I think a lot of the tips that he mentioned here at the end anybody can pretty much do. Like it doesn't take a ton of flexibility. And that's true even for this section as well. Even though there are certain days that it's more affordable to fly, that's still three out of seven days that he mentioned. That's almost half of the week. And then the months, he mentioned eight out of 12 months. That's not too difficult to try to do. Like those are the months that you know you'll be able to get a deal. I still think that's uh, pretty doable for a lot of people. All right. And so how far in advance should you book? Well, if you're looking for a domestic airfare, Scott said roughly one month ahead, which I found to be true in, in search results for flights for me. Although I'll give this one caveat. It doesn't hurt to look even further in advance. When you get to be less than a month away from your travel date, prices are going to start to escalate pretty quickly. So you don't want to wait longer and longer, hoping that prices are going to go down as you get closer to your travel date. If you're in a compressed less than a month time frame. It doesn't hurt to start looking four, five, six months in advance. Often you're going to get a good deal then. But typically the best prices on domestic airfare are going to be roughly in that month to a month and a half ahead of your departure date. Yeah. And for international flights, he mentioned, go ahead and double that. So like you're looking at at least two months in advance. Uh, but like you said, especially for international, you can find some really great deals if you're looking pretty far in advance. I know that with you and, and your work traveling and whatnot, like you, y'all have booked tri trips really far in advance, like almost a year, right? How far in advance do you remember booking a trip where you still got an amazing deal? Yeah, I feel like honestly, eight, nine months sometimes really? ahead of time, we've gotten amazing deals, like $400 to Ireland or... Yeah. Or six hundred dollars to Thailand. Ooh, four hundred dollars to Ireland. I was there for that one. Yeah, we did that too, right? <laughs> and I'm going in April yeah. again. <laughs> so humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, two months ahead of time is a great time to book your international travel. But honestly, the more flexible you can be and the further ahead that you can look in that six, seven, eight month time frame, if price is your number one order of concern, you're probably gonna find some really good deals looking that far in advance too. Yeah. And Joel, you just touched on this briefly, but sort of those last minute flights and how those are specifically reserved <laughs> for business travelers and how the prices just skyrocket. Because like Scott said, they don't have a choice to not travel for work. And, and the business, Ford or Coca-Cola, whoever, like they're going to pay it and it doesn't really matter. And so if you book last minute like that, yeah, you're going to end up paying out the nose. But that's just what businesses are typically willing to spend. One thing I wanted to bring up that Scott didn't mention, Matt, is that booking as a group can actually often hurt you. If you are contacting an airline or a travel agent to book a group booking of like a bunch of people, let's say you're booking 10 people. Well, you're going to pay more <laughs> booking as a group than you are booking individually through a website like Google Flights. And we'll talk about that more in a second. So when you're booking a large group, maybe get two computers out or three computers out, depending on how many people you're booking, book as individuals through a site like Google Flights or Momondo or whatever it is. Airlines just love to jack up fares if you are a quote unquote group. Hmm. So I could totally see that. Yeah. So it just makes sense to book separately. Don't tell them that you're a special group, right? And you're going to qualify for those cheapest individual fares that are out there. All right. But when it comes to the actual search engine that you use in order to book flights, I like what he said, man, they're all pretty much equal. His preference is Google Flights. And from all the different ones that I've used, that's my preference too. I like using Google Flights. It just feels like it's the easiest one to use. And it's just easier to kind of look on the map and then plus or minus certain days in order to, to hone in on that cheapest fare. So I like using Google Flights, but there are other great sites as well. So if you've got one that you currently use that you like to search for flights like Kayak or Momondo, whatever it is, don't hesitate to use that site either. 
Well, yeah, specifically, man, I'm a huge fan of Frontier because they've got that special deals page. And I was looking on there today, and I know that right now you can get from Atlanta to Austin, Texas for 44 bucks. Oh, there we go. That's a heck of a deal. Just know if you book on a cheaper airline like Frontier, Spirit, one of those guys, you're going to pay for everything else on top of that ticket. Yeah, just make sure that you're not bringing any bags and you are comfortable wearing those clothes all weekend. We're like <laughs> three-layer clothes on the flight and then you can peel them off as you go. But yeah, that's one thing. You're going to pay for a Coke. You're going to pay for a water. You're going to pay for a check bag. You're going to pay for a bag that you bring on the airplane too. But you can't beat a deal from Austin to Tampa for 20 bucks. That was also on there. $20 That's pretty Austin insane. to Tampa. Isn't that nuts? Yeah, that's great. But I do also like Google Flights, man. Like that map is so key. Like you can enter your, your city that you're flying out of. And then you got the map view. You zoom out, you click around, and it shows all the different airfares. It's just a fun way to explore not only your country, but even the world. Like you can kind of scroll over and look at Europe and be like, hmm, where can I fly to? It's like, oh, Madrid, 400 bucks. That's pretty good. Like, why not? All St. Petersburg, 475. Exactly. Well, that sounds interesting. Like it's, it's so much more adventurous that way. And I feel like it's turned the way we typically plan for vacation on its head. Like it really is what, what Scott said, which is it just flips it. Instead of looking at where you want to go, when you want to go, look at when you're going to get the best price and base your travel on that. But the one big elephant in the room, the one big airline that doesn't put their fares on Google Flights or any of these other search engines is Southwest. And so if Southwest does fly out of your market, you're going to want to make sure you go directly to their website, southwest.com. And since Southwest is one of the discount airlines, they often have some of the best prices, not to mention the fact that they have some really good customer service. And they're also one of the only airlines not to charge baggage fees or change fees. And so there are a lot of perks about flying Southwest. Yeah, Southwest definitely lends itself to checking a bag for free and then loading that check bag up with local beer, bringing it back home <laughs> and sharing with your best bud. Yeah, exactly. Right, Joel? Exactly. <laughs> well, so I used to never check a bag until I got super into craft beer. And then I would carry on my bag uh, to a destination. And then I would go to local breweries, buy some bottles, pack them up check my bag and come home. And that's why I typically try to fly Southwest domestically if the airfare is one of the best prices because I get that free check bag, man, and I get to bring beer back from yeah. wherever I go. Can't beat that. All right, Joel, let's uh, let's take it back to the beer. Give me your thoughts. Yeah, Matt, so we're drinking Rheingeist Barrel-Aged Penguin. It's a blonde stout aged in bourbon barrels. Never had a blonde stout before. Yeah, well, you know, the only blonde stout I've ever had was maybe 10 years ago, and it was a uh, Guinness Blonde, and it did not taste like this. This is amazing. No comment on Guinness or Guinness Blonde, <laughs> but this beer was fantastic, man. I, like the first thing I noticed about it was that it had coffee notes, which is odd because it's a blonde. So it pours like an IPA. It looks like a sour or an IPA in color. Pretty light. Yeah, you're definitely not expecting coffee, right? No, yeah. But more than anything, that's what I noticed on it was, you know, you taste the wood, you taste the barrel. But then I was picking up on coffee notes, which you just don't expect from a beer that's, uh, that looks this light in color. Yeah, it's honestly, it's a fascinating style. It, it tastes completely different than a normal stout. It's kind of lighter in your mouth. Yeah, I dig it. And it, it has some really great oak presence at the same time. Yeah, and it almost has like a little bit of zip, like a little bit of tartness to it. That, Like you said, lightness. Yeah, it's just drinking really well. I love this beer. <laughs> yeah, so thanks again to Natalie from Rheingeist for sending this beer out to us. Yeah, thanks, Rheingeist. All right, Joel, let's kick it off with some final thoughts. 
All right, Matt. First thing that Scott mentioned, most important thing that you need to consider, forget everything you learned about booking travel. Quit looking at destinations first. Look at the price first. If you make price the first order concern of travel, that's how you're going to find the cheapest deals. That's how you're going to get to visit more destinations. Ultimately, you're just going to be more well-traveled if price is your first order concern. That's right, man. Not only does Scott want you to not look at your destination first, but he wants you to not look at your calendar first as well because you want to have flexibility when it comes to dates. And so obviously, flexibility is key. But what if flexibility isn't key, right? I've got an example here. Kate and I had to fly into France for a wedding that we were shooting. And guess what? With weddings, there's not any flexibility when it comes to when the wedding is going to go down. And we or our client could have gotten stuck with some pretty significant airfare. But we had the flexibility to fly over a couple weeks early when the airfare was cheaper. Plus, we got to travel in France for a couple weeks. But I guess I wanted to acknowledge the fact that not everyone has that kind of flexibility. A lot of trips are limited within a certain window of specific dates, or you know, there is the destination that isn't negotiable, like specifically for a wedding or if you're going to go visit some family. And so if you're locked into some of those constraints, make sure that you follow Scott's other tips when it comes to booking your airfare. Yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday travel and booking at least a month in advance for domestic travel or two months ahead for international travel. That's how you're going to find the cheapest possible deals. Especially, you're going to want to pay more careful attention to those tips if you're locked into a specific departure and destination and specific dates. All right, Joel. I think that's going to be it for this episode. We want to thank everyone for listening and a special thanks to Scott Kais for coming on our show. We'll have a link to his website, Scott's Cheap Flights, up on our show notes on our website at howtomoney.com. All right. If you like this podcast and you found this episode helpful, we would love your thoughts in review form at Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe while you're there. And you know what? If you think there are ways that we can improve this podcast, we'd love to hear from you as well. Go to howtomoney.com slash do better and send us your constructive criticism. We'd really appreciate it. All right, Joel. Until next time. Best friends out. Best friends out. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Supercharge your work decks with AI-powered Canva presentations. All you do is start with a prompt. You describe your, your presentation in a few words, and Canva presentations will generate captivating slides that you can then customize in seconds. Canva presentations are designed for every workplace and every department. Whether you work in sales, marketing, HR, ops, and more, Canva presentations can generate any deck you want for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can save time on any presentation with AI. Generate slides and seconds with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. Upswell Marketing would like to remind listeners that most people don't belong to two gyms. They don't see two dentists or trust two auto repair shops. So when customers choose your small business over your competitors, they're really choosing you. 
Upswell Marketing's unique approach includes direct mail, search engine marketing, and social media ads. And in fact, that formula and media mix has fueled more than 10,000 small business success stories. And new customers receive 15% off their first order when they mention that they heard about Upswell on this podcast. For more information, visit upswellmarketing.com. Hey, it's Matt here for Health Aid Kombucha. This bubbly probiotic tea blended with real fruit juice is deliciously thirst-quenching and great for your gut health. Health Aid Kombucha comes in many flavors like Pink Lady Apple, Passion Fruit Tangerine, and Ginger Lemon, which is one of my favorites since it has that extra ginger kick. I'm a big fan, though the kids prefer the the mango lemonade. It's organic, it's non-GMO, and a great alternative to sodas and other sugary drinks. Just look for the brown bottle with an anchor in your local stores. Give it a try today. Make Health Aid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you.